Greetings. This is Rob Hames. This program is called 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today we're going to talk about the resurrection from the dead. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to Hosea chapter 6, verse 1. Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn, and he will heal us. He hath smitten, and he will bind us up. After two days will he revive us. In the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. We're going to talk now about the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. If you look at those scriptures in Hosea 6, come and let us return unto the Lord. People, that is what we need to do right now. Right now, we need to return to the Lord. He hath torn and he will heal us. He hath smitten and he will bind us up. He will heal us if we will return to him. He will bind us up. He will comfort us if we will return to him. After two days will he revive us. In the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. If you study these verses, you see that God included us in Jesus' death, in his burial, and in his resurrection. So we're going to talk about the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead first. Let's turn to Romans 1, verse 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised before by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Is Jesus your Lord? Have you confessed Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior? The Bible says, If you'll confess Jesus as your Lord and believe that he rose from the dead, you shall be saved. God is not a respecter of person. You say, oh, I'm not worthy. No, you're not worthy. None of us are worthy. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us. Jesus said, I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And he also said, come to me. Come to me. That's all you need to do, whoever you are. If you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, come to him this morning or this afternoon or tonight, wherever you are. Come to him. Confess your sins. Repent of your sin. Turn from it. Come to him. Jesus bore your sins in his own body on the cross. That's why he died. He died for our sins. He became a man. He lived as a man. He was tempted just like you, a person just like you, a man. The only difference was he was the son of God, but he became a man and he never sinned. He was tempted in every way as you are and he gave himself on the cross. He suffered a brutal death on the cross, which fully paid for all of our sins. If we will repent of our sins and come to him, we will be forgiven. We will be cleansed, washed in the blood of the lamb. Then we can be baptized in water for the remission of our sins. And when we're water baptized, we're buried with him, crucified with him. We are baptized into his death, his burial, and his resurrection. So come to him. Confess your sin. Confess Jesus as your Lord and believe that he rose from the dead and you shall be saved. He will come dwell in your heart by faith. Your spirit will be quickened, made alive. Your spirit will be joined with his spirit. The Bible says, for the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. In him is eternal life. Hallelujah. 
Getting back to Romans 1, verse 3. Chapter 1, verse 3, concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David. You see, he became a man. He was made a man of the seed of David, of the lineage of David. God promised David that he would raise up a king on his throne, that his kingdom would never end. Hallelujah. When you confess Jesus as your Lord, if Jesus is your Lord, he is also your king. And he is coming back for all of his children. He's coming back. He's going to establish his throne on the earth, and he's going to reign here for a thousand years. And we will dwell with him forever. We will be with him forever. The Bible says he's coming back in the clouds with great power and great glory. People, he's coming soon. Get ready. Jesus Christ is coming soon. This is not a fairy tale. Most of the prophecies about him, there's only a few that have yet to be fulfilled concerning his return and his kingdom being established on the earth. So if all those other prophecies were fulfilled, Jesus fulfilled them perfectly. He was born of a virgin. There's so many prophecies about him. He died on the cross for our sins. We read from Hosea. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus was made of the seed of David according to the flesh. He became a man. And he was declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Jesus died for our sins. He came to take away our sins. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. If you study in the Old Testament, the Passover lamb had to be a spotless lamb. Jesus is the spotless lamb. As I was saying earlier, he was tempted in every way as we are, yet he never yielded, he never sinned. And so he is the spotless lamb. And he willingly offered himself in obedience to the Father on the cross for our sins. And his death paid for our sins. He paid the full price. The penalty for sin is death, eternal separation from God. When Jesus was on the cross, the Bible says he was made sin. And the Father separated himself from him because the Father cannot fellowship with sin. God loves you. He wants you to be with him, but you must turn from your sin. Amen. So Jesus suffered for our sins on the cross. He shed his blood, that if we will repent and come to him, his blood will cleanse us. The Bible says he loved us, and he washed us from our sins in his own blood. Right here in verse 4 of chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians, it says, And that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. Verse 5, And that he was seen of Cephas, Peter, then of the twelve. After that he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that he was seen of James, then of all the apostles, and last of all he was seen of me also talking about Paul, as one born out of due time. He set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places 
in verse 21, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And we are baptized into his death, burial, and resurrection. And we, the Bible says, are seated with him, in him, at the right hand of the Father, far above all principality, power, and might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And the Bible says he put all things under his feet and given him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. Let's go there. Let's go there. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1. Glory. Glory to God. Amen. This gospel is in power. It is not in word only, but it is in power. The Bible says the gospel, which we're talking about, is not in word only, but it's also in power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1, verse 15. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That's what we need, people. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. This is where we are, people. Every one of you that is trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart, you are seated in him at the right hand of the Father, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He triumphed over all the powers of darkness. So I want to encourage you this morning. Are you under it? Is the weight on you? Is there oppression on you? Is there darkness in your life? Call on him. Call on him. Remember who you are in Christ, where you are in Christ. You're seated in him far above these powers of darkness that are oppressing you. Stand up. Be a man. Be a woman. Pray. Believe God. Trust God. He's with you. If you're trusting him, he's with you. Don't be discouraged. I encourage you this morning. Jesus Christ is with you. I want to tell you this morning, I was oppressed by the devil. And I, we, my wife and I were praying. We pray every morning. And the Lord God moved on me by the power of the Holy Ghost and set me free from that oppression that was in me or on me or it doesn't matter where it was. He set me free. And I just want you to know God is real. I have a friend, a dear brother. Thank God for him. He always says, God is real. God is real. <laughs> I want to tell you he's real. He's alive. Jesus is not a religious icon on the wall of some church. Jesus Christ is not a religious story. He's not a religious figure in a story in a book. He's alive. He's our Savior. He died for our sins. He rose from the dead. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's making intercession for you. He's coming back in power. And he's going to establish his kingdom forever. 
If you're just, don't be discouraged by this darkness that's in the world right now. Don't be discouraged by all the things you see going on. Don't meditate on those things. The Bible says, and Jesus has been saying to us, look up, look up, look unto me. I'm coming soon. My light will shine on you as you look unto me. My light will shine in you. It'll expose whatever darkness is in you and drive it out of you. My light will shine through you in the world. People will be drawn to you. They'll say, what is it with you? How come you're happy? How come you have joy with all this evil going on? And it'll give you an opportunity to talk to them about Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go to Ephesians 2, verse 1. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world. Did you know we were dead? You know, going back to Genesis, when God spoke to Adam, he said, in the day you eat thereof, you shall die. When man sinned, he died. And those of us that lived in sin, all of us have lived in sin. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So those that are living in sin are dead. We are dead in trespasses and sins. But when we come to Jesus, we repent of our sins, forsake our sins, come to Jesus. He comes to dwell in us and our spirit is made alive. We inherit eternal life in him. Let's read that again. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Verse 4, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together, verse 6, in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved, through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Hallelujah. This is not a fairy tale. This is what happens when a person repents, believes on Jesus, confesses their sins, believes on Jesus, baptized in water, When you're baptized in water, you're baptized into his death, his burial, and his resurrection, raised with him, seated with him. Hallelujah. We repent. We believe on Jesus. We confess him, Lord, and believe that he rose from the dead. We are saved, born again, unto a lively hope, Peter said, baptized into his death and resurrection. We are raised with him and seated with him in the heavenly places at the Father's right hand far above all powers, principalities, might, dominion, and every name that is named. Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 